When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is ESPN Radio. I'm Freddie Coleman, EJ Williams, together on ESPN Radio this morning. Presented by Progressive Insurance and the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80. Don't forget about us by telling your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. We'll get to that in a second. But this smorgasbord conversation, Jay Bull, is driving people nuts on Twitter. At <laughs> Coleman ESPN and at Real Jay Williams. And the person we shall blame, shall remain nameless, Alan Yates, one of our guys behind the scenes. Who, who didn't know the difference or didn't realize a smorgasbord and a buffet could be one in the same. I did not realize that there could be so many different explanations and descriptions of why one is one and the other is the other. I love these answers. Wait, I know can, you do. can I, I give you guys one? At Easy Hustle. Okay. You ready? Great handle, by the way. Yeah, dope handle. Shout out to you. How do I get that handle? I need to. Up my well, now you're real Jay Z. Now you're Jay Weezy. So you now I'm real Jay Weezy. Now. Yeah, you yeah. can change your handle now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> with a buffet, you simply pick the food you want at any time you choose and fill your plate however you like. With the smorgasbord, you eat your food in rounds. Mm-hmm. Huh. It, Talk to me, hustle. It, it's okay. not a lie. But yeah, it, at a smorgasbord, a you can go up and get more in the middle of eating. Yes, Yates? Yeah, but you got to yeah, wait till like the stuff comes around. No, you don't. Yeah, you don't. He, he just, you, there's, the stuff's still there. They don't take it away, right? It's still sitting up there. You can go get it. Yeah, but you okay, kind of so eat, that's the same thing. But you kind of eating it in, really. in shifts, though. It's the exact same yeah, thing. It's a buffet. It's like, oh, I want a plate full of potatoes. Now I want a plate uh-huh. full of asparagus so, and then arugula because I'm from L.A. Arugula. Know? Hey, what's wrong arugula? But if, but if you're at a smorgasbord <laughs> and you can eat a plate of chicken. L.A. If you eat the so, plate of chicken and then want to go up and get more chicken, can you? Yes or no? Why, if it's why, not why out you, there, you can't. First off, why are you asking me if so I eat Saquon, chicken? Why are you asking me if I eat chicken? Saquon didn't sign. Pat, you know who know, okay. said that, right? You see my face right now, Pat? You, you know, right. Is this the me. face of somebody that's joking around with Here the chicken question? Are you kidding me? Are you taking a Are you kidding me? No, I'm about to read a tweet until you made a chicken remark. Just fry it up, why don't you? Yates mentioned it. I didn't mention anything about it. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. All of a sudden, you're misremembering what you had to say not even two minutes ago. That's what we're doing. Thoughts up in here. Oh, really? Clouding your mind with food and buffet. Wait, Pat, I need this to be confirmed, Ferrari. So at Josh W two one seven. It says, Smorgasbord is just Swedish for buffet. Love the show. Okay. Is this accurate? All right. That yeah. is, I think that Can is this accurate. Can be confirmed? That, that is, I think that is accurate. There's, there's, there's no, there's no accuracy Dutch, there. I yeah. believe. It is Dutch. So it's the same thing. Yeah. yeah. By yeah. the way, but speaking of Shady Maple, Jeff Curran Twitter says, Shady Maple, you wait in line to Smorgasbord and order custom-made pancakes, waffles, steak, chicken. Freddie, you have to go at least once in your life. Grew up 30 minutes from it. Now I got to go. Next time I go to Pennsylvania. He's 30 minutes yeah, 30 from that minutes. He said he grew up 30 minutes from that joint. Oh, wow. He's, as a, you like he's, to say. A, he, he's probably a rewards member at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Let me, can I pay for this man with my points? I tell you, you want a good breakfast one day <laughs> out your life? 
Oh, the shady man. <laughs> rewards of ever shady yeah, man. You walk up to the. You walk up there. You got your phone. You're like, boop, 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 boop. Oh, you got and I'm a red million member. points. That's like having a frequent eater card from Golden Corral. Like, you know how I'm a, like I'm a platinum. I'm a I'm a red member in Chick Fil A. That's definitely shady maple points for sure. Oh, Val- Val- valet valet parking Cracker Barrel <laughs> reserved for oh, Mr. Coleman. I love Coleman. Cracker Barrel. So do I love so Cracker good. Barrel. Yeah, I'm not big on Cracker Barrel. I'm anti. I'm anti Cracker Barrel. Why you anti Cracker Barrel? I don't like the vibes, man. The the Cast iron cornbread wasn't really how it was supposed to be. Yeah. I, I had problems Hater. with it. Okay. That's why he has I hate Yates mm-hmm. in the Twitter handle. He hates yeah. everything. I'm going to the smorgie before yeah. I go the there. Smorgie. Stop Is that the, the nickname of smorgie? Stop making up stuff. Stop, stop trying to. He tried to make up. Uh, instead of calling it Chipotle, the pot yesterday. And now I he's trying to call it Golden the Corral. Chipotle Goldie or the Rowl. I need him to tweet me back. Stop. stop, stop no. Pearl, stop, I like that. The, one, you like the pot, no, Jay? No, yeah. Thank you. I like the pot. Stop making restaurants portmanteau words. Stop this. Please. The pot sounds, you know. It sounds awful. Imagine, imagine we go to break from a commercial. Have you guys been to the Pope lately? No, like, yeah, I'm gonna go get me a burrito. First off, why'd you use the host voice though? No. That's how it sounds. If you you have a chance to go to Chipotle, known as the Pope, call me Alvin Yates at 1-800-999-POTL. No, that's how how stuff gets started. Uh, That kind of thing. Sounds like, hello. Oh, oh Freddie, you know, when you start laughing hard like that, Freddie, off God mic, that's when I know we're at a point. God, I got tears in my point. eyes with you fools. <laughs> Seriously. I'm just saying, man. But, Jay, you think, you think uh, <laughs> oh, Saquon go to the Pope? No, I don't think Saquon Barkley and Chipotle. He's definitely a Pope guy. Nah, Jay, where are you guys going nah. after the golf phone? Into the- I, I, yeah, there I we go. That's a good, now, Nuno, that's the question I want to know. Where are you guys going to the golf phone? Jay, that's all I need He to ain't know. saying that. You know, I... Forget it. But that's something I, I want to know, Jay. I, I, I don't know. It depends on what time the golf outing is going to be over. You know, right. we're talking like 6, 7 o'clock. I don't know. Maybe okay. zero bomb for a little dinner. I don't, I don't know. I'm sure there'll be some bonding going on because even though he and the Giants aren't bonding right now, they did not come to an agreement on a long-term deal with the deadline yesterday, passing by at 4 o'clock. And he put on Twitter, Jay, well, it is what it is. So even he knows, all right, I didn't get the long-term deal. I'm sure he expected that to go this way. So I'll throw this question at you. Do you think he's going to show up at camp? I don't think he's missing game one, but will he show up no. on time for camp? No, I wouldn't. I mean, okay. pretty much what the NFL is saying is that running backs don't matter. I mean, right? I mean, that's, that's point blank what the situation is. Like, you know, when you got people like Matt Miller, who is very respected in this world and all his scouting breakdowns, that literally puts out a tweet. Right. And his tweet for people out there, I mean, I'm pulling it up right now. It is... Mind-boggling. I mean, but it actually makes sense, and the reality is tough for people to hear. But when Matt Miller says, "Been saying it for years," number one, draft the running back. Number two, play the running back. Dot dot dot. If he's good, number three, mm-hmm. franchise tag the running back one time, and then number one again, draft the running back. I mean, look, the reality sucks. I, yes, you know, we does. had Damian Woody on the show. We were talking about, you know, what does the NFLPA have to do about this? You know, what can, like, the new executive director of the NFLPA, but the CBA is not going to come up for a long time. And it feels as if right now, it doesn't feel, excuse me, it is that running backs are stuck in purgatory. You have Dalvin Cook, who is waiting for the market to be reset. Mm-hmm. It was not, right? Uh, you got guys out there who aren't being picked up on their contracts, and you got Josh Jacobs. One of the best running backs, one of the best players in the league. Right. 
who didn't get offered the deal he wanted to get offered. So now you got guys that are like, hey, are we going to sign the tender? If we decide not to, then we're playing, you know, we're playing on a one year deal. If or any, we're going to sit out. Well, with Saquon Barkley, by the way, Jay Williams, Freddie Coleman together on ESPN Radio and also ESPN. You were going to take your calls in a couple of seconds at 888-729-3776 because Saquon Barkley has his charity golf tournament today. Jay Will's going to be there as a part of that. These two have known each other for more than a minute. What question would you want Jay Williams to ask Saquon Barkley with so many questions out there? We'll take a listen to what he have to say in a couple of minutes at 888-729-3776. The one thing that would help a Saquon Barkley to get the kind of deal that he's looking for, or at least close to a J-Will, if he had a quarterback there that had been there a little bit longer to speak up for him. Daniel Jones just got his money. And Daniel Jones knows exactly what this guy means to this football team. When the Giants had a 100-yard rush or more, Daniel Jones, 5-0, 72.4% completion percentage, seven touchdowns, one interception, passer rating 113.8. When he had no one rushing for more than 100 yards, 5-7-1, completion percentage down to 65.3%, 10 touchdowns, 5 interceptions, passer rating 86.6. If Daniel Jones went to that organization, had enough stroke to say, I need that guy, find a way to figure it out, they would. But they don't have to worry about that. They don't have to worry about Daniel Jones having that kind of stroke and that kind of power in the organization. The only one who can speak of a Saquon Barkley right now is Brian Dable, and he just got there as a head coach because he knows how important that Saquon Barkley is to this offense, but more importantly to the success of a quarterback that you just gave brand new money to in New York. Saquon is fighting that losing battle because there aren't enough people that have enough stroke in that organization to say, I know you don't value running backs, but this guy makes us go, and if we don't have him, we're not going to be the same Giants team we were in 2022. I hear you, Freddie, but there's so much leverage here for the Giants, right? Absolutely. And no if, if you're the Giants, just looking at this practically from all sides, like obviously we are a player-driven show. Like I am always players first, but I also can recognize what the situation is. So if you're the Giants and there's a guy, and, and Saquon is like, hey, look, this isn't going to happen. I'm going to sit out. Go sign Dalvin Cook. I hate to say it. I mean, four straight 1,000-yard seasons. Four straight. And he's probably going to cost you, what, seven? Seven and a half? Yeah. I know that changes the dynamic of the locker room. i much rather have Saquon Barkley. But the reality is that if this is how they value him, and if he doesn't see that value in return, he's stuck. And there's other people on the marketplace that they could potentially use as leverage to take a shot at. And they have a legitimate case, Freddie. Ezekiel Elliott, he needs to prove himself, right? Come on, Ezekiel. Like, if you're the Giants, why wouldn't you look at that way just to push your leverage points in the relationship? Because it doesn't matter what you believe. It matters what you can prove when it comes to leverage. And the Giants have all that in their favor. And don't think one second Saquon Barkley does not know that. Hector in East Hartford, Connecticut at 888-729-3776. Hey, Hector, what question you want Jay Will to ask Saquon Barkley today when both of those guys at Saquon Barkley's charity golf tournament later on today? Good morning, gentlemen. What's going on? How y'all doing? We're good, What's my up, man. Baby? Thank you for the call, by the way. All right. Now, here, here's my thing. I'm a Barkley fan. I got two jerseys. I got the throwback. I'm a Giants fan. But I think sometimes we don't spend as much time looking at it from the business side. Now, Jay, you always talking about your greatest ability is what? Your availability. All right. So he's been with the team five years, two years, didn't do a thing, sat around. Do the injury, that's fine. Normal business like anything else. They got paid because they got hurt on the job, correct? Correct. Uh-huh. 
All right, now you've got games where Saquon had the same amount, if not less, running yards than Daniel Jones, correct? Correct. All right, so why is it that the front office has to be a villain with this? This is the part I don't understand. So I'm hoping you can help me understand that. Well, I don't think anybody on our show is making him the villain. Yeah, it's business, B. Never personal. As Nino Brown said in New Jack City, <laughs> that's I, what it comes down to. I mean, I, I get it that some people will frame it that way, but not here. I mean, this is yeah, just, we're not doing that. Yeah. This is the byproduct of this is what the market dictates. I mean, it's the same, Freddie, it's the same thing I said with James Harden, right? Like, I, I had to go on first take, and we talked about this. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I said James Harden should feel disrespected, and people took that as – me saying that he should feel disrespected by the 76ers. I'm like, no, 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 no. He should feel disrespected because, first off, you should have pride as an athlete. But when you allow yourself to go to the marketplace and the market doesn't deem your value to be what you think it is, oh, it's a slap in the face. It's a real harsh nature of the reality that, damn, I'm not as, I'm not as wanted as I thought I was going to be. Right. right? Now, the hard part for a guy like Saquon in this situation is what we talked about in hour one with a guy like you know Austin Eckler who got a chance to go to the market, but still, that's a facade. That's fake. That's not real. Because any team, if I'm the Giants, okay, go to the market, Saquon. Great. Uh, By the way, I'm going to need these assets in exchange for your talent because you're one of the most talented backs there is in the league. So I'm going to make it an unprecedented ask. It's an an ask that no team will probably give me in return. And then I'm going to look at you and tell you, well, to your face, here's what I deem your value to be. Exactly. So you're stuck. And You're he, stuck. And he knows that, and he's trying to get himself out of that gummy situation when it comes to Saquon Barkley. But the marketplace is dictated. That's what it's going to be. I go back to his tweet. It is what it is, and it has a lot more to do than his situation. It's the situation involving him and other running backs not getting what they want in the NFL. Keep weighing in at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Your question that you want Jay Will ask Saquon Barkley when both of those guys at that golf tournament at Saquon Barkley's golf tournament later on today, 888-729-3776. And Dak Prescott has had enough to make a bold prediction. But why do he have to shade some of his teammates when it came to that? This is ESPN Radio and ESPNU. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is ESPN Radio. Along with Jay Williams and Freddie Coleman together, part of ESPN Radio go, this morning go, on the ESPN go, app at Sirius XM Channel 80. And don't forget about us on ESPNU. Oh, yeah, don't worry. Keep winging about Smorgasbord versus Buffet because that's taken over Twitter so much on our Twitter handles at Real J. Williams and at Coleman ESPN. We'll take a look at what is the difference, if there is one, between the Smorgasbord and Buffet. We'll take a look at your tweets throughout the show here on ESPN Radio. Jay, well, I'm just going to read a quote, and I quote, as you find something to talk about, that's the first thing to go to. I know who I am, and you can go back and take away half of those off of those drops. 
I'm not saying it's on the receiver, but if you cut that in half, then we start talking about those. Nobody is talking about it. That's going to be a big jump. I won't have 10 interceptions this year, end quote. That's what Dak Prescott to say, clapping back at fans on social media who are getting on him about throwing those interceptions that were too much for his liking and the Cowboys' liking in 2022. I mean, is he wrong? In terms of which way? I mean, when – I mean, when – Look, out of the league-leading 15 interceptions that he threw last season, when you start doing analytics on them and five of those interceptions actually hit the hands of wide receivers and led to interceptions, like, it, 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 cuts, it, it cuts it down a lot, right? So, I don't know. Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't mind Dak clapping back at people. I, I think Dak has the talent. I think obviously cutting down on turnovers, the reason behind why he thinks he's going to cut down on turnovers is because he thinks that communication is more direct between him and Mike McCarthy. So, like, once again, it just redirects attention towards this new dynamic of this relationship between head coach has now taken over offensive coordinator responsibilities and a talented quarterback who you feel like is he's gotten the bag multiple times and now you want him to actually deliver. Right, Freddie? I mean, right. I, I have no problem with it. Do you? Yeah, I, I don't have a problem with Dak Prescott putting himself out there to say, look, you can say whatever you want. I'm giving you the facts. And that wasn't so much clapping back at his wide receivers. Now, if they take it that way, he can't help that. Then maybe that's something you might have to mend some fences and smooth over some guys if they get in their feelings. That's something he'll have to figure out. He's the leader of that football team when it comes to the Cowboys. It ain't Jerry Jones or Dak Prescott. But I will say this, you're Dak Prescott you're going to get sick and tired of people banging on you. Because we're not talking about a guy who has been a scrub quarterback in the National Football League. He's won a division title or two. He's gotten to the playoffs a time or two. And, yeah, he has not had the success in the playoffs that Cowboys fans want to see. But don't you think for one second that Dak Prescott is a lot more PO'd about that than you are? He's not wanting to go out there and just be a ragamuffin at the quarterback position. So he's not going to take kindly to anybody saying, man, you're, you're throwing too many interceptions. Hey, well, in other breaking news, water's wet. He already knows that as far as that goes. But going back at people, that's how it is in 21st century athletics. That's how it is in 21st century entertainment. And that is something that I did not have to worry about getting used to, Jay Will, because for the longest time, I've wanted athletes to go back at fans and say, look, you're over there. I'm over here. You can criticize, but if I don't like it, I'm going to let you know I don't like it. So I did not have a problem with what he had to say, but I will say this. Handle it or be handled. Because now you're going out there and your head coach is calling plays. Your head coach has told you, Mm -hmm. if I'm going down, I'm going down my way. If Jerry Jones is going to fire me because I'm not getting it done, I'm not going to have what I can do best in the hands of somebody else in Kellen Moore. That's why they moved on from him. So that's the situation. You can clap back. You can shade people or not shade people. Hey, but Dak Prescott, handle it or be handled because people can't wait to see exactly what Dak Prescott we're going to see in 2023. And, and Freddie, you know, to the people out there that would try to then translate that comment to, well, why is he taking a shot at the wide receivers? Yo, first off, you don't think these cats talk in the locker room Absolutely. all day long? That's a good point. Like, yep. it, it's like uh, the best analogy I can give you on the basketball side is there, there was a game my rookie year where I had like eight or nine turnovers. And literally after the game was over, two of my teammates were like, yo, five of those turnovers are on us because – we just we never had our hands ready. So, I mean, the, the reality is that a lot of these guys talk this stuff already through. I don't think coming from a guy like Dak yeah. that has gone overboard to protect the locker room, you don't think Dak Prescott couldn't just unload 
the way other players have unloaded about stuff that's going down in the locker room. That's fair. Like he's actually he's a, a an authentic good leader. Now, can he improve? 1000%. Nobody's absolving Dak Prescott of his turnover issue. Obviously they're addressing it, but this has been something that's been an ongoing address for him and his teammates the entire offseason. Trust and believe that. Yeah, I think a lot of people, by the way, Jay Williams, Freddie Coleman together. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio as well, Sirius XM Channel 80 and also ESPNU. A lot of people look at Dak Prescott in that position with that football team, and they can't wait to see him fail. If he did not play for the Dallas Cowboys, I guarantee he's not getting as much pushback on social media or from the media, the national media. But because he plays for that organization, and he plays for that owner, and they have not won a championship since 1996, it is easy, low-hanging fruit for people when it comes to him and the Dallas Cowboys. And that's not to say that it's fair or unfair. Just stating what I've heard. Just stating what you've heard when it comes to him. But we know that 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 heat would not be as hot if he was playing for somebody else. I mean, look, know yourself, right? I mean, I know who I am. I love that he states that. I, I, and this comes as a Giants fan. I find myself rooting for Dak Prescott to win. Okay. I, I, I really do, Freddie. Right? It's like the guy has done things the right way. He shows up to work. It, was he turnover prone last season? Yeah. Are there a lot of moments where go back? There's some really bad errant passes that he made. But, damn, that, that dude is turning into the leader that you want him to be. Right? Like he says all the right things, and he just constantly is going to show up. I mean, there's value in that at the end of the day. Now, will he actually hit his mark? Will he, you know, not have over 10 turnovers this upcoming season? I hope so. Right. Because he'll need to in order for the Cowboys to be in a position with the NFC feeling like it's open, right, for a team like that to come through. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, that's what you need to do. Go do it. Yeah, especially you got Brandon Cooks to help out with C.D. Lamb and Michael Gallup a year removed from having that torn ACL. So you, it's not as if he'll be lacking dudes. On the outside, Tony Pollard is healthy. We know he can catch the ball out of the backfield. So you're going to have weapons when it comes to Dak Prescott. And it goes back to what I said. I like the way that he clapped back and said, here's the truth, but now the truth is handle it or it's going to be handled. And you're not going to like that, Dak Prescott, if you're not playing the way that people believe you can play. And the Cowboys aren't a team that can challenge in the NFC, not just in the NFC East. Your calls when it comes to what questions do you want Jay Williams to ask Saquon Barkley and both of those guys are together later on at Saquon Barkley's golf tournament, uh, golf tournament benefit, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. And about an hour and a half ago, Jay Will gave his top five NFL jerseys. It's going to be my turn if you keep it here on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. I'm the captain now. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is ESPN Radio. From the top five NFL quarterbacks. Burrow. Touchdown. What a start. Tua actually has one of the prettiest balls I've ever caught in my life. To the top five NFL fan bases. We're ranking the top of everything in the NFL. This is ESPN Radio's. Rank them. The top five jerseys. By the way, we're 51 days away from the beginning of the NFL season when the Kansas City Chiefs take on the Detroit Lions. So we get you closer and closer and closer each and every day. Jay Williams, Freddie Coleman together. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. Series XM Channel 80 ESPN. You presented by Progressive Insurance. Now, Jay had his top five NFL jerseys he gave about an hour and a half ago. He had the 49ers red at number five. The all-black Ravens unis at number four. The teal of the Miami Dolphins at number three. The old-school creamsicle Tampa Bay uniforms at number two. By the way, they're going to wear those uniforms for throwback day for the first time since 2012 this season. And he had the Chargers powder blue at number one. Those were his five. It's time for my five, and we start with number five. As a New York Jets fan, Jay Will, I'm going to go to the Jets old-school white and green. Those should still be their uniforms right now. They went back to the Kelly green uniforms and the darker uniforms and the green helmets. They should have gone back and stayed with what they had from the Joe Namath days in the 1960s, the all white with the green patches and the white helmet with the New York Jets in the middle and the plane going across the logo, the Jets green and white uniforms. Bring that back. Leave that Kelly green for Pop Warner teams. Bring back the old school white and green. I got those uniforms at number five. I'm not mad at that. I'm glad. I like that. Number four. The white Cowboys uniforms. Not the all-white, but the white with the blue bottoms. I know they have different variations, but when they have the white uniforms with the blue numbers and the silver helmets with the star in the middle, it just says Dallas Cowboys. And I know we're in that age where the more uniforms you have, the more money you can make. That's good for Oregon football. The Cowboys don't need to do that. Just keep it simple. White tops, blue numerals. Star in the helmet, silver star. I got that jersey, J. Will, at number four. Number three. Hard for me to co-sign that one, but okay. That's okay. The the Raiders black uniforms. Yeah. Everybody talk about the silver and black? When they wear the black uniforms, silver helmets, with the the black Raiders in the middle of it, man, that's you don't have to be a Raiders fan to appreciate that. Now, they had not had a commitment to excellence since winning a championship last in the 1980s. But anytime you see the Raiders' black uniforms, especially let's say you play a team where you go on the road wearing the black and that team's wearing the white, it looks even more menacing. I'm not even a Raiders fan. But the minute that I see the black uniform, I'm like, yep, that's the stuff. I got that uniform at number three. Freddie, menacing is the correct word Mm -hmm. there. 
That's what it gives off that feel. Yeah. I'm with you. We're, we're coming into your building. We're going to kick you behind. We're going to kidnap the saloon girl. We're going to shoot the sheriff, and we're going to leave town. And by the way, when you just see that entire fan base all rolling with the, the black oh, jerseys, you're man. like, oh, God, what's going to happen? Yeah. They, they, something, something not good is going to happen. Yeah, I'm exactly. worried. I'm nervous. Yeah, more to you than to them. Yes. Let the pillage begin from Raiders fans. <laughs> I got their jersey at number three. Number two. Now, I'm also a Jets fan as well, like I mentioned. Even though I hate to give this credit, I got to. When the Patriots wear the Pat the Patriot red uniforms with the white helmets and the white bottoms, man, they should wear those uniforms more often. That should be their staple uniform at home. That's what I remember as a kid. And anytime they break it out for a throwback game, like, you know what? That's why I can understand why those Patriots fans can be insufferable when they have those kind of uniforms. Anytime they pat the Patriot on the side, and the red uniforms, Jay, no, clean, it all is clean, it's clean as the day is long. Perfect word, clean. It's clean. Oh, I got that jersey at number two. Number one. I'm with you. For my money, it's not the best uniform in the NFL. It's the best uniform in sports. When the Chargers wear their powder blue yes. with the white helmets, the lightning bolt on the side, nothing against the uniforms that Dan Fouts and those guys wore in the 70s and 80s. Those are okay. But why did they ever leave that? And when they start to wear it again for throwbacks in the 90s, I said that should be their uniform. No matter what combination, Jay, they wear with it, it just looks sweet. It could be powder blue and the white bottoms, powder blue and the yellow bottoms. bottoms yeah. doesn't matter. It is the best uniform, not just in the NFL, but in sports, the powder blue. And then the lightning bolts in the shoulders so as Freddie, well. You know what I love, though, because I see it all the time, is when – a lot of their players wear the yellow gloves that match. Oh, yeah. Good call. Like the yellow framing of their helmets and the yeah. lightning bolt, too. Mm-hmm. It's like that pop mm-hmm. of color. Yeah. But that, that, oh, just. just says, yeah. It just says all the right things. <laughs> I don't know. Like the, the, the Raiders, I, I gave them a lot of. Con- like the Raiders, like the word to describe the adjective menacing is so accurate with mm-hmm. them. There is a level of intimidation. Yep. Regardless of whether, you know whatever that franchise is going through, Absolutely. it just it feels that way because of their fan base. You know what comes with it. Yep, no doubt. One of my dad's best friends was a Raiders fan. He said one of the best nicknames ever given to defense when they first really got started, they called their defense the 11 Angry Men. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I said, how did they play? He goes, oh, they were breaking the rules every play. They were definitely angry all the time. But I always think about that. Raiders and that jersey as being very, very menacing. And when they play at the Chargers and their powder blues, it's just like good versus evil, <laughs> depending on what side you're on. But I'm with you, Chargers Proud of Blue. That is the best jersey in the National Football League. We got your questions that you want to have Jay Will ask Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley, the New York Giants, did not get a long-term deal from the Giants. He got he has his benefit golf tournament later on today. Jay Will is going to be a part of it. They've known each other for more than a minute. So what questions would you want Jay Will to ask Saquon Barkley who did not get the long-term deal and the money he wanted from the Giants at triple eight say ESPN? 888-729-3776. I hope I get this first name right. Hadi in Dubai. Not making that up. In Dubai? In Dubai. Hadi in Dubai. Thanks for calling number one. Number two, hope the long distance rates are great for you. And number three, what question you want Jay Will to ask Saquon Barkley today? Well, first off, hey, how you guys doing? What's up, man? My pleasure, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, thanks for having me, man. I uh, just got a quick question. I'm a huge Giants fan, huge Barkley fan, but I hate the disrespect that Barkley's getting from the Giants. And if I had to ask him a question, is why would he even want to be there? Like, why not just go to a winner? Like, the Giants, they're just clearly not going to win it during his career. 
So why not just go somewhere where he can win? So that's a legit question. It is. You know, it, it's um, you think like the marketing dollars, and I, I think I saw this debate on First Take the other day about. You know, I think Freddie, you were talking about is it does it make a difference to play in New York? And and granted, playing in New York definitely has a pop, right? It does. Madison Ave, I get all that. Could you imagine, like, if you're like, oh, I'll take a slight pay cut, I'll go play for the Chiefs. Can you imagine if Saquon Barkley went and played for the Chiefs? Can you mm. imagine, like, what kind of marketing could be around that? Mm. You will recoup all your money in a heartbeat. Because you can fly to New York and do the commercials and go back to Kansas City. So it's about relevancy, right? So, like, does, does Daniel Dimes make the Giants relevant or does Saquon Barkley make Ooh, the Giants that, relevant? That, see, that, that's a great question because, as, as we've seen it right now, Saquon Barkley makes the Giants more relevant that's than the quarterback. I mean, we could have a different conversation two years from now because you're hoping that Daniel James will plane up from what he was able to do last year. Many people wonder if he was going to do that. But as of right now, Saquon Barkley makes them more relevant than Daniel Jones. I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, like, you know, uh, you know, Chef Kev always is sending tweets into the show, and he was like, yo, Jay, word up. You should ask him, like, you know, would you take a pay cut to play with Patrick Holmes or Joe Burrow or Josh Allen? Like, be, like Man, tell, I, me, tell me, tell yeah. me, if he was in Buffalo, would people watch that? Like, would that be must-watch TV? It already is. Him and Diggs together? Are you kidding me? Yeah, with, with Josh Allen and those guys oh. together. You can, you, can be a star. you can be a star anywhere more than ever before because the world's gotten that smaller where people want to see who they want to see and you don't have to be in New York. But Saquon Barkley, I think, gives him more pop. That's not to say that it wouldn't happen if he had a chance to go somewhere else. And playing with a, an electric guy like Patrick Mahomes, you're going to feel that wattage as well. I mean, but I, I love that question by Hadi, though. Yeah, that's a great Why question. would you want to stay there? Yeah, if they don't want you. Or at least they don't want you at the price that you know that you deserve. Moe in South Carolina, what question you want Jay Williams to ask Saquon Barkley to get together later on today at Saquon Barkley's Golf Benefit? Hey, Freddie. Hey, Jay. What's going on? We're good. Good What's morning, Moe. How are you, my man? What's good? Yeah, this is what I want to know. Why didn't his agent take the deal from before when he was offered before? He's, the agent's supposed to know what's supposed to be going on and why he didn't get that money early when they offered to him. It was like $13 million they was offering to him. Hmm. Now, that's an interesting question, Jay. I mean, I, that's what I heard. That's what I heard reported. I don't know that to be accurate or not. Um, so I can, I'm going to find that out today. I'll find that out today, Freddie. Okay. I mean, Because that's a legitimate yeah. question if that's the case, right? Like, did you yeah. feel like there, there was leverage? There could have been more on the table. And by the way, if it was 13, why isn't it 13 now? Yeah, why did they take it off the table? Yes. Right. Why did they, that's that's a very very fair question. If that according to reports, he he rejected a contract that was worth between twelve and thirteen million dollars per season, which on the surface was seen to make him one of the highest paid running backs in the league. But what they forgot part of that narrative, Jay, is how much of that is guaranteed money? Because that's what a player. Yeah, how's that structured when it comes to guaranteed money? You can say, well, twelve and thirteen million a year. Why did you not take that? We don't know how much of that was guaranteed money that could have been front loaded part of that contract. Yeah, I look forward to finding out the details on that. I mean, mm-hmm. structure on all these deals, everything. I mean, Key used to talk about it all the time. Hear Damian Woody talk about it. Hear Ryan Clark talk about it. I mean, whether you front load it, you back load it. Right. I mean, some of these guarantees. It, it goes back to that Le'Veon Bell, right? Everybody's, oh, he signed four years, $52 million. Like, well, actually, yeah. 26 was only guaranteed. Yeah, exactly. And Le'Veon Bell, even later on, had to apologize to Steelers fans. He said, I should have never left this place in the first place. And he sat out a year to try to prove his point that wound up not being proven right 
for him. Keep weighing in on Twitter, Real Jay Williams and at Coleman ESPN and at 888-729-3776. Jay Will will be a part of that Saquon Barkley Benefit Golf Tournament later on today. What question you want Jay Will to ask Saquon Barkley? 888-729-3776. And when it comes to the NBA and players and potential trades, somebody who used to work here said something that had plenty of us and outside of this place scratching their heads. We'll get to that ex-co-worker next on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is ESPN Radio. He's Jay Williams and Freddie Coleman together. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80. Don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. You could have seen, if you could have seen Jay Williams, the minute that he heard this too, man, I thought you were just going to break out start doing the wobble. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Wayne be giving me hype. Yeah, well, now that you're a little Jay, now you're Jay no, what Weezy. You call me? What you call me? Now, now, you almost call me little what? Uh, no, no, now he's little Weezy and you're Jay Weezy. Now you guys are boys. That's how it happens, though. That's how things pop off on the show sometimes, Freddie. He's paying attention. He's a sports guy. Yo, he's a sports fanatic, man. Yeah, that is very true. He's a sports Correction. fanatic. He, 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 he knows his stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, like, yeah. who's the biggest yeah. Who's the bigger, like, the biggest entertainer who's the biggest sports fanatic? Like, Ooh. over the weekend, okay. I, like, I saw John Calipari, the head coach of Kentucky basketball, obviously took his entire team to Drake's house. Yeah, I saw that. They were practicing on the court. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? What? Like, I'm like, damn, Kentucky's still relevant, uh-huh. right? Like, after they all, always like, will be. No I, I just wonder, like, who is the biggest entertainer? Who's the biggest yeah. sports fanatic? That's a really good question. There are a lot of them out there. I mean, Drake is on everything. He's yep. everywhere. Yep. Louise's on everywhere. Louise's everywhere. Yeah. Um, um, Ryan Reynolds is massive. When Ryan it comes Reynolds, to yeah, like. From a business perspective, a bit, yeah, too. Yeah, he knows his stuff as well. Remember, uh, Micah Parsons during the playoffs kept showing up at, uh, you know, all these different teams' home games. Absolutely. With some tight Micah Parsons, yeah. yeah. He's always yep. losing the games, too, but we ain't going to trip. <laughs> I don't think Micah Parsons being there had that kind of mojo working on them. That was just. I'm just, just I just them. remember him going to games and people losing and me winning my parlays off. <laughs> oh, bro, so there you fine. go. So Micah should show anytime you bet on something. 
Yeah, and you, you go, go the opposite way. But, but I did I'm, have a problem with like the jersey being worn on top of like expensive plaid long sleeve shirts. It's like, come on, bro. Like you just got that from the team store when you got there. You're drawing. <laughs> doing a lot. I saw Spike Lee last night at the really? underrated premiere at the okay. NBAPA All right. uh, for Steph's Speak, show. So Spike the, the everywhere. Another massive sports fan. Everywhere. Baseball, Spike walked basketball, in and football. Give me one of the, the, like the, the 10 points. Yep. But we couldn't really get a chance to talk to each other. But he's always right. like super, yep. super into everything. Yep. Um, when the Rangers made their run in the Stanley Cup, he was there. Yep. Had a bunch of games. Uh, Meek Mill, obviously. He's always there. Absolutely. Jack Nicholson. Yep. He's Big. more of a Laker fan, though. Yeah. Jack Nicholson. Yeah. I don't see he's him in anything like, else. All sports and everything. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm going to mull that over when I had to do that. By the way, I got a Kentucky story for you in 10 minutes Uh-oh. that'll blow your mind involving really? John Calipari in Kentucky. We'll do that oh. in about 10 minutes here on ESPN Radio with Jay Williams. I'm Freddie Coleman. But a former contemporary of ours, Dan Levitor, well, he's a contemporary Uh-oh. in the media, but he used to be part of the ESPN Radio family. Damian Lillard is still out there. He has been traded in case you've been under rock for about 30 weeks that he has not been traded and he's still a member of the Portland Trail Blazers. But at a certain point, it's going to happen. But about a potential, potential Damian trade, he involved Tyler Hero's name, Jay Bull, with this quote. Tyler Hero's better than Tyrese Maxey. He's just wider than Maxey. So he gets disregarded as a prospect if he hasn't been a young dude in his early 20s who is a 20-point-per-game scorer, end quote. Wait, Freddie. Okay. Say it again for me one more time yeah. and slow it down. Yeah. I just want to yeah. make sure I heard it right. accurately. Dan LeBetard on a potential Dame trade involving Tyler Hero's name of currently of Miami and Tyrese Max, who still plays for the Philadelphia 76ers. He mm-hmm. said, and I quote, Hero's better than Maxie. He's just wider than Maxie. So what? He, so he gets disregarded as a prospect if he hasn't been a young dude in his early 20s who is a 20-point-per-game scorer, end quote. What? He's, hmm. His a words, to, a lot to not mine. There. What? Well, yes, he is. Wider than Tyrese Maxey. Yes. Okay. Uh, I am so. No, no, no. This is great. Yeah, let's keep the sound effects going here. Oh, he will. It's. I I, I don't understand. First off, like, what does color have to do with anything as it relates to just them as basketball players? Thank you. Like, that's. I start there, top line. If I were to drag myself down to the area in which Dan is talking about, wouldn't it be the reverse, Freddie? Like, Tyler Hero is nice. So wouldn't it be like, wouldn't he be more celebrated? Like there aren't as many white players as black players in the league. So wouldn't it be the, the reverse if you have a nice, like white chocolate was celebrated because he was nice. Yeah, he he ball, wouldn't man. be less appreciated. So yeah. I'm, I'm confused to what that even means. Help me. I, Help well, me. Help it, it, you. <laughs> you would think that somebody who has always been on the front line of social issues, even when it's not connected to sports, would have a lot more of a different perspective than that. I'm not trying to tell Dan Levitard how to think or what to say, but trying to involve that into the lexicon of a Damian Lillard trade made absolutely no sense to me. Now, if you want to say if they, if they were both on the same team, I might kind of see where he's going, but Tyrese Maxey plays for the Philadelphia 76ers and Tyler Hero plays for the Miami Heat. I don't know where the correlation is there. When you're trying to compare both of those guys in the same boat, they really are not in the same boat. Tyrese Maxey is a starter. Tyler Hero comes off the bench. Not minimizing that. He's a great player coming off the bench. But I don't know where. I, I'm trying to figure out where he was going with that. 
potential with Damian Lillard trade when Tyrese Maxey may not be involved unless there's a three-team trade involving Philadelphia, but Miami, there's not and Portland. Be a three-team trade exactly. like, involving Philly. Exactly. Like, I don't understand what the two even have to do with each other. But by the way, if we were actually comparing Maxey and Tyler Hero, like, I got nothing but love for Tyler Hero. I think he's nice. I think what might have been a different scenario if Tyler Hero were healthy, but they're due – it comes with some defensive challenges there, right? Like th- there are reasons why you hear coaches in locker rooms target Tyler Hero defensively. Like that—that yeah. that is something that needs to be continued to be worked on from Tyler Hero's perspective. Right. I don't have that question around Tyrese Maxey. Like I look I, at Tyrese Maxey over the last three years, and I'm like, man, he's gotten better and better and better. The ceiling is higher for Tyrese Maxey than Tyler Hero, in my yeah, opinion. Anybody who has two eyes will realize that. And I know Tyler Hero has that flash to his game, but he can ball. To your point. He's not just a flash guy where he's just doing things here and there. We've seen the kind of effect that when he was with the Miami Heat and when he was not there. So he's a critical piece. He's a critical component of that. But we saw how Tyrese Maxey played as well. We saw what great playoff run he had for Philadelphia. I mean, Dan is my guy. I I really need Dan to explain that one for me. Like I, that's like one of those headlines like where I read the headlines. I'm like, huh? Yeah. And then I try to read the context below the headline. I'm like, huh? I still, yeah, still don't understand. Hot. Yeah. I'm still what? in hum mode. Yeah. Like, please help me come out of hum mode. Yeah. Well, I mean, granted, everybody has their own planet. I don't know why that makes sense. A planet Levitard. <laughs> but he put it out there. So, so be it. When it comes to the Philadelphia 76 and not Tyrese Maxey, did Joel and B put that team on notice about his future? That's next. This is ESPN Radio. More next.